there's sort of a, a weird analogy that I, I think I need to draw here between my life experience recently and 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 my computer now granted i'm i'm uh, i have a master's in computer science i don't want to i don't mean to say that in terms of flaunting as just a it's just a reality i almost had a phd in computer science too what a weird world it would be if i had that anyway um so and i've always loved computers so naturally i find the computers um are good analogies. It's it's been an interesting um, philosophical journey at times uh, when I've I've heard people talk, heard people. I, I've I've heard philosophy of how we human beings, um, when we have new technologies or new new discoveries, the world is reshaped in terms of those discoveries. Um, you know, the, the notion that, that the, the sun is the center of our galaxy, sorry, of our solar system, um, changed the notion of where humanity and, and earth was in a cosmic and philosophical sense, not just in a physical sense. But I, 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 <laughs> I started about an, about an hour ago, I sat down on my computer to, to, almost actually more than an hour ago i sat down to to get a, an early start on getting my nightly thoughts together and then to record them and be done well before midnight it was about uh, 20 after 11 when i start sat down and i started to to poke around and close off some unnecessary programs so i would be able to do what i needed to do for example, I had an old copy of Audacity from last night's recording. It didn't respond. And that was kind of weird. And then I noticed nothing was responding. Or was responding in jerky, uh, time-delayed fashion. And there was there is a message that has popped up, and I, I've generally ignored um, the need to update Windows. I do it uh, periodically. But I hate feeling pressured to do it right now because I have all the windows open in the way that I like to have my windows open. Everything is set up to go. Um, this also gets me in trouble because I, I have a lot of tabs and tabs to me are unfinished loops. They are, they are research or thoughts or, or, or uh, ideas that have popped into my head and I've started to pursue them. But for whatever reason, I didn't finish pursuing them. Um, whether it is, you know, the, again, the un unclosed loops, as they would say in getting things done philosophy, or whether it is, um, you know, distracting thoughts in terms of, uh, meditative philosophy, or in, in my case, the sort of simultaneous processes of computers. And I'm getting better at recognizing those those distracting thoughts and trying to find a place for them because my mind is not the place for those thoughts. Um, they take up too much space and suddenly I find myself difficult with, with a difficult time of getting anything done because I'm bouncing around too much between all these different things I want to get done. And one way to, to help with that is to archive them essentially. 
a bit of rapid logging, which I, I've only managed to do once this week, maybe twice. And it, but it was extraordinarily helpful. And that's simply where I, as as my day goes on, I have my journal open, and every time one of those those thoughts comes to mind, I write it down in my journal instead of trying to do it, instead of trying to address it. I say only twice out of the last seven days. And there's definitely been a lot of interruption in thoughts um, when I don't do that. So I, I'm hesitant. My my mind is scattered. I'm unable to focus. I'm I'm splitting my attention between multiple things. Turns out my computer was doing exactly the same thing just a few moments ago. Hence the analogy, which works quite well. I had um, I had um, iTunes open. iTunes is an interesting resource hog. Um, especially with the size of collection that I have. Once it's opened and has managed to load its base catalog, um, it's actually quite snappy, so long as there's enough memory for it to run in. Chrome, similarly, is pretty snappy. But Chrome eats memory, a lot of memory. And when you have multiple tabs open, all of those tabs take up some some working memory. Um, one of the recent changes they made to Chrome, which I'm, I have, I don't know if, I just updated Chrome, so I'm not sure if this version on this computer has it yet. But basically, the idea is that old tabs get archived. They go, they go to sleep. And so they're not readily available if you click on them, sorry, I'm, I'm trying not to yawn. So you may hear me pause from time to time as I clench my jaw, trying not to yawn. Um, so this sleep mode, uh, again, the cost is I won't be able to get an instantaneous return to that. Uh, but it does free up memory and CPU cycles. It can be problematic if you have a tab with a page which is changing, a dynamic page. I don't think it does well, for example, with email. Ironically, I run Gmail, which is also a Google product or an Alphabet product, I guess. So so that that change I had hoped would solve some of the problems I have of having dozens, and I mean dozens, of tabs open, but only really addressing one or two or three of them at a time. There have been cases where I'm actively looking through four or five tabs at the same time. I have two different references open. I may have, um, because I really like Google Docs and Google Sheets, I may have two copies of the same spreadsheet open, uh, but possibly on different tabs of that spreadsheet. I may have something I'm looking up for regulations. I may have something I'm looking up for historical uh, and advice and and references and email. So there's there there are reasonable cases where I would have multiple tabs active at the same time. But likely during one of those, I was also researching something similar. I was also having I also had a proposal somewhere in the background that I was working at, picking at here and there for a proposal for a grant, um, doing show prep. I find it difficult to write to read books. Um, earlier tonight, I was reading the lazy dungeon master, the return of the lazy dungeon master, the, the newer version. And I had to stop because I wasn't even reading it anymore. I couldn't see the words because too many thoughts were coming to mind. And then I stopped, pulled out a pad of paper, started writing some of those ideas down to get them out of my head. Very frustrating. 
But just now, I was trying to record this. As I said, I started about an hour ago, and the computer started slowing down to the point where it wasn't responding at all. But I don't like just hard rebooting at that point. I had iTunes open. If iTunes does not close and save out its um, its uh, uh, library, it will most likely corrupt it. I have lost so many libraries that way, and the only way to recover them is essentially go back to an earlier version, re-import all the changes you made, hopefully re remember the changes to metadata that you've made because those are also lost. Uh, it's, a, it's a tedious process. So I don't just reboot my computer hard if I can. I try to have iTunes shut itself down properly, but it couldn't. It didn't have enough RAM to go. And what I realized was it was Chrome. Chrome had eaten up nearly 2 gig of RAM itself, 2 gig of active RAM. I have a 16 gig um, uh, RAM in the machine, so it, it should still have plenty. The reality is there's so much overhead and some of these other things that it simply couldn't perform. But it's really interesting to see this the same metaphor of me exporting off active processes to to passive processes, active thoughts off to passive thoughts or, or stored thoughts, and have the exact same process work with my browser. Once I close the browser down, I actually re, re, um, or, um, sorry, re, well, restarted the browser so that it would do its, its own update and then started to close off windows that it brought back up. Um, everything moved perfectly <laughs> and it's, it's frustrating because when it gets to that level of, 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 uh, of congestion, it can't process anything properly. And you're forced to slow down uh, and very, very jagged steps, if you will, or, or, or lurching steps recover the situation. And I feel like in my own emotional and personal feeling, in my, in my end professional, I suppose, I've reached that. I had been doing too many things. And was unable to process anything. And my evenings have become, a number of times, completely non-productive. Um, instead, I'm sitting at the TV. Now, I'm watching things that I enjoy. So I, I don't want to be do, too dismissive of television or radio as media to be enjoyed, even if they aren't the most serious of things. I don't want to do that. But there is something soothing about it. Um, and I've been watching non... And I've also noticed I've, I've been watching non-fiction shows for the most part. Um, things like Heavy Rescue 401, uh, a show about tow truck drivers who help people when the snows blow uh, in Toronto. Bizarre that I find it fascinating, but I do. Uh, trying to read that... Uh, read The Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master... While I was enjoying, I hit a wall, and I simply could not process information anymore. I had not given myself enough time to clear my brain cache uh, in order to proceed further. That's when I had to stop. I had to stop and switch to something that was a little less, a little more passive. Um, the latest season of Next Level Chef has just begun, and I enjoy those shows. I lament that I watch too many of that kind of show. I also watched a couple of episodes of Mary Makes It Easy, I think it was. Mary Berg, a former winner of the um, Top Chef Canada, uh, a delightful 
energy, energetic and positive character um, who makes cooking easy. <laughs> Not that it's hard necessarily, but she, she does it through attitude more than actual direction. It is about how, how confidently um, and yet not um, overbearingly confident she is. If you watch someone, well, I was mentioning Next Level Chef. If you watch someone like someone like Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay is confident in the kitchen, but he's an absolute ass and overbearing and snobbish almost, which is not fair. I admit that's not fair. And I know those characterizations are not entirely correct. Um, and I've seen interviews with him where he acts normal uh, and people, he rubs people the wrong way in terms of the way he speaks, but it is not the soothing kind of person that Mary Berg is. So anyway, an interesting trip for my mind this evening um, and to, and to remind myself that I do need to get these things out of my active working memory. Every once in a while, I need to not be processing information to let my subconscious settle down. Um, and, and every once in a while, I need to just reduce the number of tasks I'm trying to do actively. Um, it's all very interesting, and the analogy holds. Now, maybe when we jump into a new thing, I don't know what that might be. Maybe AI is going to be the thing which influences us to think new ways about how we work and how we process things. I kind of hope so. Um, it's kind of, AI is a lot like pizza. <laughs> uh, it can be very, very bad, but most of the time it's good enough. <laughs> I don't know if that analogy works at all. Um, but I, I'm, I am looking forward to AI. Actually, it was a, a quote that I saw. I don't know who I saw it from. Uh, it, I don't, I don't remember. It was, it was a prominent figure and I'm not sure whom, but essentially they were looking at AI as a great way to, sort of reduce the, I, I think they were talking about the clerical workforce, um, that level of, of assistant uh, and performer who is like an executive assistant to someone. In, in much the same way that word processors eliminated the need for pure typists, I think that there's, a, there's a, uh, something to be said for the AI, for the idea that AI can become that assistive, um, personalized assistive. Um, and I was going to say character, but that's not quite the way I want to put it. Um, personalized assistive, uh, reactive uh, tool to 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 help move things forward. And anyway, I'm starting to get too tired. It's now an hour and a half since I start, or hour and twenty minutes since I started this. Silly ride. I've been wandering out loud. I am Mark the Encaffeinated One. Beyond that, I can't really assert too many other things at the moment. I've got too many things in my mind to be able to think straight. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.